All right, so the first thing I want to touch on is uh, my new microphone that probably nobody notices the difference in sound for. Wow. I bought it from this wonderful company called Sweetwater. Oh, wow. I was just about to ask you where you bought uh, said microphone from. You know, what, what, what company was it, bro? Repeat that. Sweetwater. Wow, yeah. Sweetwater. That name has been haunting my fucking dreams. I bought one. I placed one order from them, and... I, I wish fuck I wish I had my fucking call history up before starting recording this but they they fucking called me like three times within like ten days of my uh purchase I I spent like ten bucks I bought a, a guitar string winder and uh a guitar string cutter it was like maybe ten bucks total maybe even less than that and dude dude leaves me a voicemail saying like oh Rashad yo I just want to give you a call see how your order is doing just check up on you see what you're doing and he left another voicemail that week and probably like another one the week after and like two months after I fucking ordered from them they leave me another voicemail the other day but like leave me the fuck alone I I placed my <laughs> order and I, I got what I want just leave this is this is harassment me and my family are scared bro I just I spent like ten bucks and months later you contacted me bro do you really want the survey that bad. I haven't checked my uh, my voicemail in a long time, but I'm willing to bet that it's the, that there's probably plenty from them. But I check my email every single day, and they fucking never stop, dude. Bro, I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like the the, the fuck, they've lost their marbles. I, I don't understand. And I'm saying this while seeing every every time I talk, I see the gif of the hamster spinning, and it's making me want to laugh. But I have to. Ignore Holy it. fuck! <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's great. Um, fucking hell yeah! If you don't, if, if anyone's listening to this, if you don't know, uh, we're in a call on Discord, and I pay five dollars a month for Nitro just so I can have my Discord AVI be the uh, hamster with the fan spinning in the background. And every time I talk, the fan starts spinning, so it's really distracting. But I'm gonna try to not. Yeah, pay when it gets hot in there, you have to start speaking, turn on the fan. Yeah, it's it's worth five bucks a month. Keep the keep the homie cool, you know. But uh, it's uh, the last voicemail I got from voice uh, from uh, Sweetwater. Like it was like three days ago, four days ago. Uh, like I said, like two months after I placed the order, it's like, hey, he was like, dude, hey, Rashad, I just wanted to check up on you, see what you're uh, recording in the studio. I don't know what you got going on. Just give me a call back. We can talk about your order, dude. I literally bought a guitar string wander and a guitar string cutter, and I haven't touched my fucking guitar since putting the strings on there, bro. Nothing. I'm cooking up nothing. All right, <laughs> leave me alone. Okay, they have. Okay, they they. The last time they called me was on November second, so they haven't been too crazy with me. But that's with calling. Emails they've been going wild. I it's legit. Like every other day, I get an email from them. It's fucked. I don't think I've seen emails from them, which is uh, strange. But let me see the. Yeah, uh, the last time it was actually oh, it was a little over a week ago, November fourteenth. At the time of recording this, it's a twenty second. It's a, it's a twenty second. But I placed the order so fucking long ago. It was so long ago. I don't understand. They're obsessed, bro. Like, leave me alone. Uh, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm sorry. We need to, to move on because that's it's just living rent free in my head. I'm, I'm pissed. But I mean, hey, I touched on it uh, a minute ago, saying like uh, I bought this the guitar string cutter and the winder, and I haven't touched my guitar since. So, what better time than now to bring up procrastination? I know we talked about this on the first episode, but I think it'll always be relevant because, uh, oh gosh, with the guitar, haven't touched that shit when i wanted to months ago that's why i that's why i was like in a rush to get the, the guitar string cutter and the winder because like fuck yeah i want to learn how to play the guitar I haven't done that at all instead i go to work come home and just fucking game and watch youtube videos and uh yeah i'm a piece of shit i'm, I'm not happy about myself but uh leo i think you probably have something to weigh in on uh, youtube <laughs> specifically yeah all i do is fucking watch vtubers now dude so okay so 
I'll give you a little more info about my, my microphone, right? So I bought this uh, a couple days before we recorded the first episode, which was three weeks ago. Actually, no, it was longer than that. It was like a month ago now because we released it like a week after we recorded it. Well, it was it was released uh, 16 days ago. So it was okay, it was like three well, weeks ago, <laughs> maybe three weeks and a couple days. So Yeah. So, yeah, I bought the microphone then, and it came in like a couple days after we recorded the episode, right? And I haven't used it at all at all either. <laughs> it just kind of sits here. I, I went through such hell to get this microphone because it was out of stock everywhere, and Sweetwater was the only company that had it. Shout out to them, by the way. You don't actually hate them; they're just fucking annoying. Yeah, I, uh, I, just, I just want my dude. What was that fucking asshole's name? Like Richard or some shit? Leave me the fuck alone if you're listening to this. <laughs> hate that but guy. Uh, yeah, all I've done since I've gotten this microphone is absolutely nothing. I go, I, I go to work, come home, and I sit down on my computer chair and I fucking watch anime girls play video games. I mean, yeah. And that's all done. I'm missing a fucking stream right now. Do you know that? Oh, well, damn. You going to cry? Yeah, I'm going to cry about it. All right. Well, it's, I mean, okay. Like it's, they've consumed like the majority of my free time, but I'm honestly not that mad about it because I've gotten really bored with YouTube. I just like, I just sit on there and I click through my recommended, I click on random bullshit. So it's nice to actually have like something to actually like watch, you know? Oh yeah. To look forward to. Yeah. So I don't mind it too much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people... Uh, we'll try to shit on you for like anything but i mean at the end of the day it's no different than watching like other youtube content it's just keeping you busy even though it's unproductive i mean what there's very little on youtube that is productive you know <laughs> yeah especially since like i'm not i don't really i don't get the urge to play video games that much anymore unless it's like with the boys you know mm -hmm. so i don't know why i play video games if i could just watch an anime girl play them damn that's crazy well <laughs> I'm not gonna weigh on. You don't that understand, man. Because you know, you know the problem I have with that statement. What? We aren't playing Ghost of Tsushima, bro. You're a bitch, dude. I don't have PS Plus. Well, you don't have PS Plus. I literally said you can get it for free with my account. But you know what? It's fine because you don't want to play. It's okay. I understand. What do you think I am a leech? I mean, I mean, I kind of have been leeching off your account. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. What about like three years? Yeah, I was about to say, what would what would you do with Xbox Live, huh? <laughs> you're a leech then. But now you don't want to be a leech when we can play. We can play with the homie. That's fake. But you know it's okay. I'll I'll, I'll leave you alone. I've uh, bitched about that enough on the podcast. I think I've talked about it on the last one too. <laughs> yeah, and I had to fucking hear it off like off the podcast too. Yeah, I'm always giving this guy shit because he doesn't want to play Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Yeah, he never wants to play it, and I'm just tilted. But uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of the only thing I had to weigh in on with the procrastination part. Uh, I don't I don't want to bring that up like too much on this podcast because I, I feel like it's standard for most people to procrastinate shit but um no th th i think we had different topics to talk about this time so it was worth mentioning uh but i kind of want to take a second to talk about <laughs> my work uh like kind of recent work experiences uh i've had lately i know uh, i touched on my job uh, a little bit on the last episode i talked about a few things but my job now is is like so weird so um I recently moved over to the HR department at my job. It's literally just me and, and like my boss, like the HR manager, and uh, it's not anything like uh, what I did before because I work at a Target. If you didn't already know that, and the responsibility is just there's so much more uh, put on your shoulders, and you know so much more responsibility you have in a in an HR position. And I'm still not really used to it. Like for example, uh, it's it's Sunday at the time of us recording this, and this whole weekend there has been it's it was a combination of two things. Uh, number one there was like three people that were fired and number two there was like two or three people that had just started and either like worked a couple of days or literally had their orientation and straight up quit 
and <laughs> I have had so many fucking shifts to cover because I know if I don't cover these, if I don't call around like all fucking day and cover these shifts, there isn't going to be people working in you know areas X, Y, and Z, and there won't be coverage, and that'll fall on me because like my managers will be like, oh, why don't you find somebody to cover these shifts? Because if I if I don't do it, then there just won't be people there, and that you know negatively impacts the business and the customers or the guests as a uh, target likes to call them so i i feel like the there's guests. yeah that's that's the thing um but i i feel like that falls on me when i don't want to say it's it's not fair because i mean that's my job but at the same time <laughs> like i get paid 15 dollars an hour just like everyone else here why do i have to worry about the whole fucking store you know when everybody else just worries about uh, you know one area you know yeah it's, it's kind of i don't know it feels I don't want to say overwhelming because I expected this, especially because um, this I'm only in this position really because um, you know my bosses you know thought I could handle it and they want to see what I can do under pressure. So I don't want to say it's overwhelming because it's a lot, but I also have to get used to an overwhelming feeling if I want to uh, like thrive in a competitive company like Target, especially in a management position. You know. Yeah. So I I th- I think it's a it's a necessary. Um, experience even if it's it's kind of stressful at times but that wouldn't bother me that much if that was it but uh recently i heard that um there's a whole element to any hr job ever that i never knew about until like really recently um at my job people look at hr and think it's like better than other positions like they look at it as like a promotion when i've straight up told people like dude i make the same money you do i'm no different than you it's I just literally, I don't know. My like my my role in the store is different, but I'm not above anybody. I'm the exact same. But people look at it as not equal. Like they just look at it as something like different in the store, and it's really annoying because one of the things. I mean, I've, I mean huh? it's kind of hard to like get that image out of their heads because obviously you're not working on the sales floor, so it's like. Well, yeah, they think I'm just working one of those office jobs where I sit down and don't do shit, but. This is, yeah. that, that's that couldn't be further than the truth i've I, I now i work harder than i ever have at the store but uh when, when i was getting out with this there's there's a reason i'm spewing all this shit I'm, I'm sorry i know just me bitching about work gets annoying but i have i have a little story to tell because it's getting around to the point that uh, i wanted to talk about and one of the things i didn't know was an element of an hr job like at all until like these past couple of weeks is these perceptions people will have of you when you work an HR job and you're not like working with, like so- alongside these people on the sales floor. They have a, per- a perception of you that uh, you don't work as hard as them just because they don't see you work. They don't ever, s- they don't see what I do. They don't see like how hard I, I bust my ass to, uh, to help the business. And like, you know, whether it's like get shifts covered or, um, you know, help out with the recruiting process because I have a lot to do uh, with both of those things. They, they just, have the perception in their minds that I I'm not working as hard as them. And there's also another perception they have that I will help people because I, cause uh, and I, before, I guess to preface this, if you didn't already know, I've worked at this store for over two years, but I just switched over to HR a few months ago. And obviously working there for two years, I've made a good few friends uh, just from working at the front and um, helping out other areas. I've, I've made some friends at the store. I've been here for a while. And a, a false perception people have is that I treat my friends differently and I do favors, as they say, for certain people in the store just because they're my friends. When that's not true, I, I was exposed to the truth going into this job that you, you have to be unbiased. You can't let your connections with uh, 
other you know employees or other people affect what you do on the job it literally like your ties to other people should have no impact on your job and i've done everything to the best of my ability to ensure it stays like that and i personally honestly don't think i've treated anyone differently or you know made any changes to the way i work because of my connections with others but apparently some of the fucking managers think otherwise i don't know who but my boss had a sit me down yeah my boss had a sit me down conversation and uh talked about something it was basically the long story short it was just a miscommunication if anything uh because it I, i don't really like going to my boss and the store manager every single time uh i want to like change something in the schedule because most of the time like nine times out of ten they say yeah just do it and my judgment is right and that's what i've been used to but of course the one time uh well not the one time but uh of course when i don't ask uh to do this thing i just do it myself of course it's a fuck up and uh it was wrong because i made a change to the schedule Turns out that change was bad, even though I thought it was good. And I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be self-sufficient and not bother my bosses about it because every, like every time I'd asked them about stuff lately, they gave me the green light and my judgment was correct. So I was just like, whatever, I'll, I'll change uh, this one thing in the schedule. I'll change one shift. And that shift I changed happened to be uh, from my friend and it was bad change. He needed to be where he was. And uh, because of what I did, he wasn't where he was most needed. So uh, my boss brought that situation up and she said that there's some managers at the store that think I did that and have done some other things because this person is my friend or that person is my friend. And they have it in their heads that my connections with the people, like the friends I've made in this job negatively impacts the business when it's, has nothing to do with it and i was like actually i was like pretty offended by that like i know i I, a lot of people have a mindset where you go into a job and you clock out and you leave and it doesn't bother you when you get like when you get home or whatever but that's it has bothered me because you know i take my job seriously because especially not just because i want to get a promotion and all that or whatever but i've kind of learned more and more that um jobs similar to the one i'm doing now you can't just half-ass and go in and not give a shit you gotta like actually put your i don't want to say like heart and soul to it because it sounds cheesy but you have to put more than than time and you know muscle into the job you know it requires a lot of mental effort it requires a lot of teamwork with other people so i take it seriously and i take pride in what i do and to hear that some whole ass managers at the store think i'm not following the core elements of an hr job just really pisses me off i don't know like i don't want to just sit here and bitch about it on the podcast but that got under my skin dog yeah <laughs> I mean, I don't really have to deal with that at my job. Like, they're not really on my ass too much, but I guess they, I don't know. They've been doing some whack shit lately. Like, I feel like they're just trying to find new ways for us to, like, waste time. I don't know, because they have, they have such high expectations for us, and we've, like, we've maintained, like, we've exceeded their expectations, like, consistently over, like, the past, like, year, especially, cause, mm-hmm. especially since with the business growing and all that and this and that. And, like, they just got, like, a really big boy investment recently, and now they're just, they're trying to act like they're, like, super well put together, even though we <laughs> totally didn't get to where they are uh, without cutting corners, you know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just bullshit. They're, like, they just been adding on a bunch of extra tasks to us. You know, like, on top of this type of, like, this time of year being the busiest time of year, where we're scheduled to work 60-hour weeks, and now they're adding on, like, extra fucking tasks for us to do without even, like, mentioning the possibility of giving us a raise. It's just kind of bullshit, and it's, like, getting to the point where we really just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that part about, um, like, what you said about not giving you a raise for it. Because I know Target technically uh, 
you know, we got hazard pay. Uh, we were making, so we knew for a fact by the end of 2020, like we've known this for, since like 2018, we knew by the end of this year, uh, we we're going to be, uh, the starting wage for target is going to be at $15 an hour. And, uh, earlier in the year, right before COVID hit, we were sitting at $13 an hour. It was going to go up to 15, you know, by the end of the year, like we, uh, like it was planned. And then, uh, you know, we got put in a pandemic and, uh, we actually got that, you know, uh, temporary like holiday pay since COVID uh hit the states and it was like spreading so uh, we got 15 dollars an hour it was like we we're making 13 dollars an hour technically but we had the two dollars extra an hour for hazard pay technically you know yeah so we got that i was like oh cool we get 15 dollars an hour early like that's that's cool i was like i was like pretty happy about that um and we got our raises uh right after that so it stacked with it so i was making i got a big raise uh for target at least as big i got like six i got a 60 cent raise so going from that and they I was making like fifteen sixty one is what it was, and they took away the like holiday pay or the I'm not the hazard pay technically, and they just made our base pay fifteen dollars an hour. So I went down to fifteen, like I'm making less than what it was. I was like, it tilted me at first, but now I'm like, whatever. It's it's not a huge deal because I'm still making fifteen dollars an hour, which is a lot better than what uh, some other people are making now. All things considered, with the pandemic uh, and all that, but it does kind of. Uh, it just irritate me just a little bit that right now I'd probably be sitting at $15 an hour anyway, but I go into work 40 hours a week, five days, uh, five days a week and risk getting a fucking, you know, th- life threatening virus. And I'm still making the same amount of money I would if that wasn't a thing, you know? Yeah. That's uh, that kind of sucks. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm still thankful to be making 15 an hour. I know a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to have a job that would uh, pay them like that, but it just still kind of feels like a slap in the face, especially because my, my employer, <clears throat> excuse me my employer acknowledged the pandemic before we're like yeah here here's your uh 15 an hour early basically but now that we're at the point where like we'd be making the same amount of money anyway they're like ah yeah we're not giving you guys anything else <laughs> i mean we do get the small bonuses but they get taxed to shit so it's yeah it's not really that much but i i've bitched i've bitched enough about my job today i feel like i've complained uh, <laughs> uh a lot about that but um the, i don't know the last thing i want i want to say about like employment in general is I hope uh, whenever I get uh, my, I'd, I'm hoping I get a promotion. So I don't want to say if I'm, I'd like to be hopeful and say when I get my promotion. Uh, it's not an HR because I, I like HR some days, but it's still maybe, maybe in a few months I'll feel differently about it. But like being a, a manager, like at the front of the store right now, it just seems like a lot less to worry about. Cause I just worry about one area rather than the whole store, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's the last thing I'll bitch about uh, when it comes to my job. But um. Uh, did you want to say anything uh, about your job and like your work life balance and all that? Uh, yeah. So my job, my employer has just is just acting like as if the pandemic doesn't exist. That's like their big thing right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they realize it, but you know. Uh, so right when the pandemic hit, they decided to tack on an extra two hours of overtime. So at at that time, we were already doing forty two hours a week, which is you know two hours overtime in there. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they decided to like, oh yeah, they're like, oh, with the increased volume and orders, whatever the fuck, they're like, uh, we're gonna add on an extra two hours, Bruh. which is fucking ridiculous. So we were doing forty four hours a week, and on top of that, they started hiring like people like left and right. So they're bringing all these new fucking people, and it's like, oh, god, they make it impossible for us to social distance. And they're always saying, like, oh, stay home if you're sick, but we get penalized if you do that, if you don't have, like, your fucking, like, PTO or sick yeah, time to of cover course. you. Like, you could literally get sick. And, okay, so their policy is if you're, uh, if you, like, are in the hospital or something, uh, you can get covered for three days and not get a point if you bring back a doctor's note. But if you're in the, if you're at the doctor for longer than three days, you can get fired. That's bullshit, <laughs> man. I mean, 
and you have no control over that and it's fucked especially now during covid it's like they don't give a fuck yeah like they're like, i feel like right now like i feel like now what they're doing they're like making it like it's like it's almost like they're trying to fire people yeah i um i don't know how to put this now now that i uh, like I said, I was done talking about my job before, but this goes, this ties hand in hand with what you're saying. Uh, now that I work like an HR job, I uh, am exposed to a lot of those uh, situations, you know, people having to, you know, take a leave because they have COVID or, you know, they've had to go to the hospital or whatever. And um, like I now I didn't see it before, but now I see like the business side of it and what goes on when, you know, somebody has to be out of uh, out of a job for a couple weeks and all that but however i think it's really really just not just unethical but like bad for the business as well as the employee if you're gonna fire somebody if they're gone for a couple weeks because if you fire if you need like this company needs four hours of overtime from every person each week so if somebody's in the hospital for a few days and you fire them you're just going to be uh, like a shorthanded with the heavy workload that you have uh, and you're going to just fuck that person out of a job when it wasn't their fucking fault. It's a lose-lose situation. That sucks. I have to deal all the time with, um, like, covering, you know, people's work whenever they're getting tested or when they're uh, in the hospital or, you know, whatever comes up. I get it. Like, I get the company standpoint now, but I still think it's really unethical uh, how your job handles it if they're in the hospital for more than three days. Yeah, that shit's ridiculous. Like, and that, like, and that's been a thing since before COVID. And like, you like, you would think that they would change their policies, but they haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> fucking awful. insane. It's it's like they fucking just told us to wear masks and thought we were good. <laughs> hey, bro, just wear a mask. You'll be safe. Literally, and they're always preaching, oh, we should be safe to social distance. But like, for example, today, today was a very busy day, and a lot of us, a lot of the pickers were picking like the same type of shit, uh-huh. like all day. And they'll have a, they'll have like five. Like today, they had like legit six people picking the same thing all at once. And we were literally shoulder to shoulder. It's like, that's not fucking social distancing. It's impossible. Yeah. That's... Especially with people getting sick at that fucking warehouse left and right. It's literally, it's, they don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. not safe at all. And it's really, uh, really unfair to you guys, which, uh, unfortunately a lot of employers are doing right now. I just, um, I hope we're out of a pandemic sooner rather than later because it's, it's scary. You know, you, you don't know what the next day holds, you know? Yeah. I'm legit so tired of like covid like everything about it i'm so tired of hearing the words lockdown and okay no the big word i was tired of hearing was quarantine <laughs> i'm so glad people moved away from using that fucking word i hated it so much gosh <laughs> and that's like the word that i just want to erase from existence <laughs> oh my god yeah and now now it's lockdown people are just going back to calling it lockdown and i hate that too i hate it so much dude i want life to be to be normal yeah i'm so tired of like saying oh when this is over it's like bro <laughs> can it be over now yeah i know i i hate that i always think like when this is over i want to go back to the movie theater and you know watch movies every week because i just miss doing that but it's like yeah but i've been saying that for the past eight months i know yeah it's crazy we've been like this, that's been our lives for the past eight months it's fucking it's fucking wild i can't believe it's been that long already but yeah, it's 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 taking its toll on everyone. I feel like it's definitely exhausting at times uh, for me. Th- thankfully, I, I it doesn't affect me nearly as much as some other people because I mean I've always been a stay-at-home body anyway, so it's like not a huge deal. But you know, sometimes I want to go to a concert or you know go to uh, the movie theater, but yeah, I can't do that now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just uh, I don't know what else to say other than I hope this isn't what we're gonna have to put up with for much longer. I hope. Um, the vaccine that's on the horizon, uh, you know, is actually effective and it, uh, it gets us under control because this is not anything anybody was expecting. <laughs>
Yeah, I just hate having to work so much. I miss being able to do what the fuck I wanted. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I miss having a normal schedule. Like, I literally just cannot do anything. Like, I'm always just exhausted. I can never, I never, like, want to play video games anymore. I can, like, I barely make the time for anime anymore. Like, yeah. I, I just watch my weekly shows and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, I literally just sit here and I fucking watch VTubers because it's mindless. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I am relatively speaking in the same, uh, boat as you. I mean, kind of relating to the uh procrastination talk earlier uh most of my time uh like aside from videos most of uh what my time has been going into uh outside of work is just you know playing games man i I love playing video games i I talked about it on the first episode of the the podcast uh with call of duty being like the one game that i kind of consistently play and then uh, i'll randomly you know binge through like some uh, single player games and right now um the last of us part two i said it before i'll say it again one of, if not my favorite game ever. I absolutely love that game. I'm doing a, a second playthrough on that. I'm trying to platinum the game. And New Game Plus is, is really fucking fun. I really appreciate, like, everything uh, about that game. I just, I love having an immersive experience uh, when I uh, go into a video game. And just everything combined, like, the uh, the animations, the, you know, the re- really realistic, like, scaring, like, scary realistic textures in the game. And the voice acting is spectacular. The soundtrack and score is amazing the the combat is just so refreshing even given how much i've played it it's just all that shit plus the way it's laid out with the level design and the dialogue and how things interact with each other i love an immersive experience in a video game it's something i will always just appreciate so much like single player games especially now are just getting more and more fucking nuts not just visually but like in every you know sense of video game creation it's just getting so crazy the bar is getting raised and getting raised and i i, I love it i love it so much but um uh yeah uh, the last was part two i've been yeah, doing my second playthrough of that and i've been having a shit ton of fun on it uh which is it's awesome it's a good time uh what's weird is uh, i'm i guess it's not weird i kind of take breaks from cod every now and then but i mentioned before how cod is uh you know the one game i would like kind of consistently play because it's what really really got me into uh like i don't want to say definitely not gaming because i was gaming before that but it really got me into uh like the little community where uh that that I, like, little community i stumbled across on social media and uh how i met most of my friends i just have uh, a lot of positive experiences tied with call of duty i met a bunch of friends through call of duty i had so much fun like back in the day like black ops 2 was the most fun thing ever when it first came out and it was just awesome but now i I don't really touch COD much anymore. Like, I've kind of lost interest in it for the time being. This is the longest. Uh, Cold War has been out for, like, uh, almost three weeks now, I think. Wait, it, am I right? Uh, it's, like, more like two weeks, Two I weeks? Think. I don't know. I, I've i always I know. bought... <laughs> I've I, Like, the past, like, five, six years, I've always bought the new COD, like, the week it was released, if if it wasn't day of or pre-ordered. So, uh, it's strange, because, like, it's two, like, two weeks have passed, I think, since uh, it came out. Actually, let's... Uh, I don't want to ruin my credibility. Hold on. Let me see. Cold War release date was November 13th. Oh, it's only been nine days. Okay, I don't know why I thought it's been, uh, oh, it's wow. been longer. Okay. But <laughs> point still stands. I haven't bought it yet. And most with all of the past like five, six cards, I bought them all like day of or within the first week. I have no interest in buying this game. Like I have like I'm not I don't have any desire to buy it whatsoever which is so weird like i've never slept on a cod uh, it's so hard before so 
Yeah, man. I got so bored of the alpha so quickly. I just, I was like, yeah, I'm not buying this Dude, game. I'll... I don't know. And I have no interest. And it's like, I haven't even like thought about playing Call of Duty like in general. Yeah. Like the past like few weeks. It's just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I feel like I was fucking, I was snoozing. I was falling asleep during that alpha and beta, dude. Fuck. You were also having a very miserable time. <laughs> that probably had a lot to do with it. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that shit sucked, bro. I, I was not having a As time. far as like games that aren't called duty i've been playing it's really just been spider-man but i also i don't know i only played it for like a day because you know my work my my job is great it just eats up all my fucking time but that's great <laughs> uh i know you haven't played it yet because you're waiting to play it on ps5 yeah but it's definitely. honestly it's fucking amazing it's really it's not it's not what you probably would expect like obviously like it's it still feels like the game that came out in 2018 but they completely redid like all the animations and they add they added a lot more so i want to say like a lot more they added like extra levels to like to combat like it, it feels like at this like it feels so familiar but at the same time it feels like a new game oh yeah that, that's definitely awesome it, uh it feels like the same core game but there's also a lot of ref- uh, refreshing things about it i can definitely appreciate that yeah because there was so much about that game that was good at, as it was so they all they did was just kind of just push it forward yeah that's awesome that's i'm really excited to play it uh like like you said you're right um i'm waiting to play it on ps5 uh because i i have a ps4 pro i could run it in 4k 30 however right this is the kicker if I wait for PS5, which I'm hopefully gonna have very soon, I get RTX, baby. That's worth the wait. I'm I'm gonna wait. I, I love my games to uh to look pretty, and or I could just do 4K60, which is still awesome. But uh, yeah, I I um really really want the PS5. I still since uh the last episode uh, that came out, still don't have my hands on one. I wasn't able to pre-order it. It's uh it's tough. But uh, touching on what I was saying a few minutes ago, uh, talking about uh, my like love for an immersive gaming experience and everything. The DualSense uh, controller for the PS5 looks fucking nuts. Playing a game like The Last of Us on uh, on, the, on a controller with those features that has the uh, controller tension and the sounds to make it, it's, I give the, I guess, I don't want to say illusion, but to give the sensation uh, of direction, like of a sound or a vibration or a feeling, you know, the DualSense does a really good job at that, like a lot better than what people were expecting. Like, for example, if you're... Uh, like winding uh an arrow back if you're like if your character has a bow and arrow and you're pulling the arrow back to um to like you know fucking shoot it it the tension gets greater and greater and like the trigger you're pulling it gets more difficult to press down the harder you go so it, it gives it an, another oh that's cool yeah yeah it gives it another um like an, an added sense to the video game if if that makes sense i'm not the wording this right at all i'm just kind of speaking out of my ass but it's really fucking cool like and call the really easy example it's like on call of duty for example, or any first-person shooter, if you're uh, picking up a gun and you want to aim down the sight, if you hold down the uh, aim down button, as, like, let's say comparing a pistol uh, to something else, like the pistol, uh, will be pretty easy to press down. The left trigger resistance isn't that high, but if you're trying to do, like, a light machine gun or something, you have to push down the trigger a lot harder. So, it's yeah. it's a completely new element added into gaming, and that's fucking awesome. I cannot wait to... Uh, oh whoops sorry i cannot wait nice <laughs> i cannot wait to uh to try that out because that excites me so much uh as well as uh, the last of us part two is compatible on the uh, ps5 as well so I'm, i really want to play that um and get that extra performance too so i love gaming man what, what can i say love gaming i love gaming too when i actually have the time to do it i wish my job wasn't so fucking yeah <laughs> man uh it, it gets in the way of everything i want a remote job like so fucking badly so I can have more free time, you know, to do what I want. So I don't have to fucking go anywhere. And that way I'm not putting myself in harm's way as well, you know, because of COVID and all yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But like, for some reason, every fucking remote job requires a bachelor's degree for some reason. I don't know why. Why? <laughs> Very unfortunate. Literally why? <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, it's fucking kind of. I don't know. For some jobs, I can see why, but if it's for, uh, oh, well, there's. I I guess okay. I, it sounds stupid for me to say this. I'm gonna say the phrase and elaborate. For like a video editing job, for like a content creator or something, that's stupid. That it requires a degree, and I know what you're thinking. It's professional video editing. You need to go to school and know how to do it. Do you know how many freelance editors right now are infinitely better than people who went to school for that shit? Like, there's these things right now I feel like a college degree should have no say in, you know? Like, especially... Are you kidding? You need a fucking bachelor's degree to be like a to get like a data entry job. To type data into a spreadsheet, you need a fucking <laughs> bachelor's degree, Yeah, so, so, which is ridiculous. Some of it makes sense. Some of it doesn't. Like I said... The whole uh, freelance industry and remote job industry lately has not not even particularly because of COVID before COVID. It's just been innovated so much. And it's I don't want to say college is useless now because it's useful for somebody out there. It's always going to be useful for somebody, but it's less and less of a necessity, if that makes sense. I feel like as time passes. And yeah, and a lot of these companies are really just outdated yeah. with like their requirements and what they're looking for because it's like, oh man, it's a lot of these days people aren't going to college because it's just, it's not, I wouldn't say it's not worth it. It's definitely worth it depending on what you're going for. But if you want to do anything creative, I wouldn't say it's that worth that really that worth it anymore because you have, you have so much free information at your disposal. You can literally learn anything. Exactly. And like you mentioned, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, when we we're, we we're talking about, uh, Skillshare and how you can go on there and um, learn from these professionals in like you know whatever field it is, whether it's like you know graphic design or music or like whatever it may be. You can pay like you get a trial. It's like super cheap for a few months. And that's twenty bucks a month. It's still if you run the numbers, twenty bucks a month is two four two hundred forty dollars a year. That's it, two hundred forty bucks a year for a, a whole year of tuition. A, a lot of places you'd pay like ten k, twenty k. So like, I I don't see. The, the value in that if you don't need the degree on paper and you just need to like learn how to do something you know yeah so um yeah i i definitely um agree that college now is, is still very helpful for some people depending on what you're gonna do if you want to be a, a doctor or you know any kind of scientist or anything that's really education heavy obviously yeah go to school get your degree do your thing but uh there's just such a huge industry out there now where you can learn how to do so many things for so cheap or i, I don't want to say for so cheap but it's just you know at your disposal it's like right on your fingertips you can you have access to all the stuff on the internet it's still like weird to get used to even though i grew up with the internet um it's just weird you have so much at your fingertips yeah it's so weird knowing that i can literally just like learn anything i want exactly <laughs> it's fucked yeah we just need to stop <laughs> procrastinating and get ourselves to do it <laughs> yeah man yeah well um I don't know. I didn't uh, have much else to uh, bring up today other than uh, the move, man. Uh, it's hopefully less than a year. Uh, we'll be going out to Vegas. I'm, the plan is Vegas. Um, I don't want to rule out other possibilities, whether it's Vegas or somewhere else. I'm really fucking excited about uh, you know getting, um, doing this move with uh, you, Cody, and uh, Robert. If, if you don't know this, uh, two other people we're planning to uh, get a place with next year. I, I just can't wait to do it uh, because... Although I can't complain about like my household now, my, you know, me and my parents are cool. We we get along. I'm I'm 19. I'm not like in my mid 20s living with my parents. If you are, it's it's not a problem. But I don't feel like I'm rushing to get out. I don't feel like I have to get out. I'm still young. I still feel like I have the freedom to stay here. But I just feel like I'm selling myself short, and I I have more opportunity. You know, trying to be more independent. If that makes sense. Yeah. See, I'm like kind of the exact opposite as you. Like I feel like I need to get out of here. 
Like, it's why I'm just so ready to do it. Cause like, even though like my family has communicated to me that they're like, that they're not like, they're not pushing me out or nothing like that. I just, I feel it like inside me that I need to go. Cause like, there's things that I want to do that I know I can't do here. Uh-huh. And I want to be in a place surrounded by people that I, you know, like my friends, you know, I want to be surrounded by my friends who are also motivated to do the things that they want to do. Cause obviously Cody wants to, wants to go into a lot of different things he wants to do. He wants to go forward with his streaming and he wants to get into music. And then Robert wants to start his clothing line. And it's like, I just feel like that would be a really positive and healthy environment for me. Yeah, definitely. And just uh, to get uh, just a taste of something else, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because I've, because I I've, I live in Chicago and I've lived here all my life and I feel like I've seen all of it. And I feel like there's not much here anymore aside from my family. So it's just, I want to do something different. And that's also another reason why I want to get a remote job because I'm the only person out of the group who doesn't have a job that's transferable. Oh yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I need to get a brand new job if I want to have work out there. And I feel like it would just be so much easier if I had a remote job that I can do from anywhere. Cause I could just take it with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, f- first off, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off a couple of times. You took a pause. I thought you oh, were done. Good. So my bad, but uh, I don't think um, our reasonings are com- complete opposites. Cause we do have a lot of overlap. I also really strongly agree with you uh, that being in a household and in, in an environment where uh, the people you're living with are not, you know, also, being like your know, best friends is like awesome, but also with the other people that you're living with are uh, motivated to, you know, chase their passions and, you know, explore different hobbies like, you know, music with you, it's writing with Robert, it's a clothing brand. I feel like if I'm surrounded by that, it'll be a little more motivating than uh, just coming home from work. And, you know, it's, it's the same day every day with family, you know? So um, I've, I'm definitely with you on that. And although I, you, you mentioned that you feel like you need to get out of uh, your city, you need to go out and do this. Or it's just not gonna work for you. I don't feel the exact same, but uh, I I do feel like there's a lot of similarities there too because I don't feel like I'm in a rush to leave here. I don't think where I am right now is like toxic for me or anything like that. But I do think I would be getting myself on my feet quicker and doing what I want to do quicker if I got out of here because this is I feel like the easy path just stay at home with your parents and then eventually find a place uh, nearby and just you know move in and make it easy but I've, that's 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 the easy path I feel like exactly. if I push myself forward and make this crazy move with, with my online friends that just sounds ridiculous I feel like it just I'd be a lot more motivated and it would be healthier for me to um, be around people who have similar interests so although I don't feel like I need to get out of my city like you do because of uh like other issues i in the back of my head kind of just the thoughts always sitting there that i need to go out there and do it because i will put off what i want to do so long if i stay here if that makes sense yeah exactly because it's like staying here at home like yeah like i could stay here like here is comfortable it's familiar and i kind of feel like and i feel i kind of feel like because of that is that's the reason why i haven't been as like progressive with the things that i I want to do like with my YouTube channel and like, uh, you know, getting this podcast off the ground sooner. Uh-huh. And, uh, cause I, I feel like it's just being in the situation just, it makes me feel like I don't have to do it. But I feel like if I were to put myself in an uncomfortable situation, put me in a place where I'm not familiar with and facing, you know, difficult circumstances and, you know, things that I never knew that I would experience, I feel like you would motivate me more to do the things that will, you know, benefit me in the long run. Exactly. And, um, that you, you, you hit it, head on um i feel like when when i come home from work and i'm here in a familiar place with my parents i feel like i don't have to uh you know just get up and uh, learn you know how to play an instrument or learn how to sing or you know i don't know if i can like 
put more time into editing or whatever. I feel like I don't have to do it. I feel like there's no pressure on me right here, but that's exactly what scares me because I feel like that pressure is necessary to like get myself started. You know, I, I yeah. feel like if I stay here in my little safe place with no worries, uh, I'm going to hit 20, then 21, 22, 23, then I'm going to be 30 and 35. I'll be like, wait, what the fuck do I want to do? That's what, that's terrifying. I don't want, don't want to do that. So that's also why I want to go to Vegas specifically. I originally wanted to go to Los Angeles, but that's a little bit uh, outside of our budget. Yeah. So uh, I'm too Vegas is, is also an entertainment hub with a bunch of people trying to do great things and people who are doing great things. And it's, you know, it's a big hub for business and, and stuff like that. So it's also on the West Coast. It's like a four hour drive, one hour flight from Los Angeles. So it's close enough. Yeah, it'd be it'd be awesome to make trips over there. Uh, like whenever we have like a few days off or take a vacation or something. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like it's it's close enough to to where I want to be, and eventually I do want to eventually get out to California. But I I want to establish myself first. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I feel like Vegas is a perfect place to do that. Yeah, going right to LA is super ambitious and not just risky, but I, there's some risks you take that are necessary, um, and you feel like you must take if you want to succeed. But then there are stupid risks, like making your first move and have it be LA. That's how you empty your wallet and your dreams at the same time. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. There are plenty. There's plenty of cases of people making it work that way. Well, maybe, maybe I'm just pessimistic, but I just feel like that's a huge risk that won't pay off for everyone, and um, it's very it, that situation can go wrong very quickly, very easily. Oh yeah, exactly. We're taking all, although what we're doing is also a risk. It might just end up being a complete waste of time. It's still a safer route. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even though that's, it's it's dangerous and risky, it's still safe in its own way. That's exactly what. Uh, yeah, you you understood it perfectly. Well, I'm not. I wasn't saying. That what we're doing isn't a risk at all. It is a risk going anywhere, moving and making this big uh, move out to another state and another familiar place. It's a risk, but L.A. is like a whole different, a whole different ballpark. It's just fucking crazy. I, I'm too broke to live there. I would only like move to L.A. once I have a stable flow of income that I know is enough to live a comfortable life there. Then go there to, uh, you know get uh get a start on what i want to do or pop or try to expand my horizons and get my name out there but i would definitely not go to la first thing because um going there without like i said like a stable income and without a guarantee that i could live comfortably that's scary because if it doesn't go your way then you're screwed but i, yeah, I would love dreams to go there live and die there yes definitely so, <laughs> there's plenty of people who made it big and there's also plenty of people who've hit rock bottom and stood there exactly so like we have the same views on that places like la are awesome i would actually love to like despite what i've said before dogging on la about how it's expensive and yada 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 i think it'd be an awesome place to live but i would definitely want to establish a stable income and some like not just income but well, I guess money is really the biggest issue I had. So I guess as long as I can establish a stable income that would that I know would allow me to live comfortably there, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But as it stands right now with our jobs, it's not uh, it's not a safe route. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I, I could wait on it, but definitely one day that would be absolutely awesome. Yeah, that's my that's my ultimate goal. I want to be there and I want to live out my dreams to the fullest. Yeah, and I I never say I want to live here when I'm older. I want to live there when I'm older. Definitely, like I I don't I never had a specific. Uh, location in mind but um la is definitely like one of the top places in the u.s if i'm thinking just in the country la is fucking awesome that would be probably right now i i think that'd be like my first choice um like first you know i guess final choice uh if if you want to look at it like as like end goal like my uh if i had to pick a place in the u.s i'd want to live in at the end of my life that would give me good opportunity and uh just a good permanent uh like residence i would say la um but i do want to like 
consider other countries and other locations because I didn't th- ever think about it before. But now, like communicating with some other people uh, that live in like Canada or live in um, like Denmark and Switzerland and Sweden, those places uh, look awesome. They they look awesome. So, yeah, I can never see myself living outside the U.S. except for maybe like Canada because I mean, it's the closest thing to the U.S. I can't. <laughs> it's the most similar. I can't see myself living anywhere else either because it's so different and it just seems so weird. But I feel like I'd be dumb to completely like rule them out without um learning about them first, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I know what you mean. So it, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, I want to try to go and live in Sweden or I want to go and live in Canada. But I'd definitely uh consider all my choices before settling down somewhere for a long time you know yeah uh but yeah um that, i think we're getting a little bit of, uh, a little bit ahead of ourselves uh because right now uh, i'm just really excited for the vegas trip or if, if that location changes for whatever reason yep the, the move you know i'm just excited for the move so um it's all i'm looking forward to yeah it's it's really fucking it's like the light at the end of the tunnel for me because although i'm not in a in a really terrible place right now it's not like i need something amazing to to lift my life up and get me going it's also just scaring me where i am right now about how it's like i'm so stagnant and i'm just in the same place i really want something different and exciting so i'm really looking forward to it yeah all right well uh i think i'm gonna shut up now i think i've exhausted like everything uh i wanted to talk about today uh is there anything uh, we haven't touched on that you'd uh, want to talk about before we, uh, you know, end it off? I think we covered just about everything, to be honest. <laughs> damn, yeah. Before we started this, I was like, yeah, damn, you think this could be 40 minutes? You're like, oh, I, I don't know. But like, we're at like 50 minutes now almost. So uh, interesting. We, yeah, we, we don't shut up, do we? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess that's a good thing since we're doing a podcast. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. So I guess that wraps up the second episode of the podcast. It was, uh, it's definitely going to be a little shorter than the first episode, but I think this one turned out a lot tighter and we, uh, covered all everything that we wanted to cover. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening guys. Uh, catch you in the next one.